Thank you for tuning in to another episode of our Prayer is Breathing podcast. I am honored to have with us Pastor Kimberly, who is the founder with her husband of Prevailing Love Worship Center. She's also a life coach and a coach mentor. So she mentors coaches and she is an amazing woman of God that has blessed my life in so many ways. So I'm just honored to have her on this episode. And today we are talking about deliverance. So I want to welcome you, Pastor Kimberly, to our Prayer is Breathing podcast. Thank you so much, Latoya. It is such an honor and a privilege to be with you this morning. Awesome, awesome, awesome. So tell us a little bit about the topic of deliverance and why the Lord has you talking about deliverance. I know that your topics on deliverance have changed my life tremendously. So talk to us a little bit about deliverance. Well, I've, I've always been intrigued with the whole concept of deliverance um, because of the path that, that my life has, has taken. And I know what an integral part of, of my journey has been involved in the process of deliverance. But um, more recently, probably within the last year or so, the Lord has really impressed it upon uh, me to delve into this topic a little further, really a lot further, and just begin to, um, I began to educate myself get training in this area and even as a co-pastor my husband and I pastor together we have taken on the responsibility of really driving this into those who are connected to our church and so there's a real I would say there's a real personal relationship that I have with deliverance because I understand what happens if we are not delivered Mm. and what the implications are for our lives. And I'm just not happy with that. And I just have refused to to settle with that. Amen. Amen. I agree 100%. And I think um, in this day and age, like there's such a need for deliverance in the body of Christ and in the world. So, you know, it's just a good time to talk about deliverance, which segues into my next question about how to know if you need deliverance. Well, there's, you know, there's a lot of uh, indicators um, of demonic oppression. Um, Some of those might be um, extreme behaviors. Um, like you have polar opposites to your behavior. Um, one minute you're um, on zero, the next minute you're on 100. And this is a repeated pattern and something that you can't seem to control. Um, any type of addiction is an indication of demonic oppression um, that is um, in need of deliverance. Um, any compulsive behaviors, um, depression, any fears or phobias that uh, might be present are an indication that deliverance is needed. Um, there's some things that a lot of people might think are not, you know, it's not that serious, it's not that deep. But even just down to things like, you know, people have like a victim mentality or that victim, that victim spirit, you know, um, that always are in this place of woe is me. You know, that that's an indication that there's something there. Um, self-condemnation, uh, guilt and shame, those are indications as well. Um, anything that involves the occult, any occult involvement, 
any sort of games or videos, anything that that is occultish, anything dealing with witchcraft. If you open those doors, you are definitely in need of of deliverance. Any like suicide suicidal tendencies, or if there's been any abuse or any extreme traumas, um, if you have violent behavior, uh, so there's so many things that indicate the need for deliverance, even if you have like severe emotional, uh, mental um, uh, problems, uh, physical infirmity, um, just a spirit of error, if you just are always in error, um, if you have a teachable a spirit, gossiping, li- lying, all of that, mm-hmm. you know, uh, people might think, well, this is just the way that I am. But when we think about what God's intention for our lives is, then we understand that these things have no place. Like they should not be allowed into our life. And when they come in, they immediately need to be dealt with. Yes, absolutely. Yes, 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 yes. And I think that's so good because a lot of times, um, like you said, people just feel like this is who I am and they don't really know, like, no, this could be a spirit uh, that you're hosting that you need to be delivered from. So I love that. Can you talk a little bit about um, just desiring deliverance? Because it's one thing to know that you need to be delivered. It's another thing to actually want to be delivered. Um, Because so many times we can just be comfortable in things that we know aren't right. We can be comfortable with anger. We can be comfortable with addiction. We can be comfortable with fear. So how do you get to a place where you actually desire to be delivered? Yeah, that's so true because deliverance won't take place against an individual's will. And so we never force people into deliverance. It has to be that individual's desire to be free. And actually, you know, people, even though it's presented, an individual has to pursue it. So I can present it, but the individual has to pursue it very good i think sometimes um when you recognize how something also is affecting your life that makes you want to pursue it so i know even for me sometimes you know just realizing okay this may be a spirit of fear or whatever i'm struggling with then that makes you desire deliverance because you don't want to stay in that place and you realize how these things affect your life you know and so that's that's really good about desiring deliverance so talk to us a little bit about the deliverance process, because most people have not maybe grown up hearing about deliverance or going to a church um, that talked a lot about deliverance. And it can be, um, I guess, a little frightening sometimes. But talk to, yeah. <laughs> talk to us about deliverance and the process of deliverance and how to get delivered. So if you recognize, OK, I'm struggling with fear or I have anger, I have a bad attitude problem, I have anger, or different things that people realize in their lives. Um, How do you get delivered from those things if you desire to be delivered? Yeah, one thing that you said uh, that I want to address is, you know, that whole idea of being afraid of the process. And I think that there have been so many myths about deliverance and it has been done improperly uh, for so long that it has put this stigma out there that deliverance is something spooky, is something scary, is something I want to stay away from. But when you really look at deliverance at its core, it's simply us regaining and re-owning 
uh, the freedom and the liberty that Jesus Christ sealed, signed, and delivered for us on Calvary's cross. And so if we believe that the work of the cross is what it is, and it's true, then when we talk about deliverance, we're talking about, you know, the fact that we've moved away from the freedom that's connected with the cross, and now we want to move back toward that. We want to regain our authority and, and walk in that freedom that Jesus died for, that we all could have. And so when the Bible says that, you know, whom the sun sets free, is free indeed. We're simply in deliverance. We're living up to that scripture. And so the deliverance process, especially for me, because even prior to us really studying and really getting into it, I have I have experienced so many things in church and seen so many like really weird and, and scary and scary right. things in church and thinking, oh, that's deliverance. If I don't see anybody screaming or rolling around or, you know, moving around like a snake, then deliverance isn't happening or purging. And not to say that those things don't happen in deliverance because they do, but the thing that we operate on in the foundation is that we have authority and power. So every time we go into a deliverance session, we establish it upon the foundation that we have been given authority according to Luke 10 and 19, to trample over serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the evil one. And so we don't go in thinking that we're going to fight demons. No, we go in thinking that demons are going to submit to the word of God and to the will of God and to the power of the Holy Ghost. And so the thing that we do all the time is we teach. So the deliverance process isn't just about, okay, come on, we're going to cast out demons. It's about teaching. It's about going through the process And then it's about follow-up and maintaining. So the teaching part of deliverance is what we do. We explain. We go through scriptures. We establish what's going to happen and what the expectation is. We also share with the individual that's going through the deliverance. If we're doing one-on-one or or corporate, we do this corporate as well. Um, We explain to them what their part and what their role is in the process. And so we teach. And then we do... um, historical um, analysis we have the individuals kind of share their lives and we look for open doors because deliverance is about going back to open doors and reestablishing authority at those places where it was relinquished and so we go through the deliverance process I don't know how much detail you want but you can ask me whatever you want Latoya but I'm just giving you an overview we go through the deliverance process and you know as the Holy Spirit reveals and what we know based on the historical background, we began to cast out, call out, you know, a demons. Mm-hmm. And and they have to they have to submit. And then it's not over then because we always tell those that go through, listen, now is where the work begins. You got to follow up. You got to make sure you do certain things. You got to recognize when these things are cropping back up. You may even need to go to counseling. You may need to get, you know, go through coaching, something in order to maintain. And then we let individuals know, listen, God didn't give us any special, you know, powers or anointing that we do this. We just, we just um, decided to align ourselves with Um, Matthew 12 and 28 that says but if by the spirit of God that I drive out demons then the kingdom of God has come upon us and so we've decided to stand on that scripture as well and anybody can do it and so we tell those that go through deliverance 
you you can even self-deliver after you leave here. Mm. You don't have to get another appointment. I mean, you can, but in the event that you can't right away, you have the power on the inside of you to manifest the kingdom of God and go through self-deliverance. Yes, I love this. This is so good. This is so good. Um, I was thinking while you were talking, Pastor Kimberly, even about... Even about, you know, a lot of times in this day and age, we do like ancestry or we try to look up where we're from and our past, um, but we don't necessarily do that spiritually. And so when you talked about teaching on deliverance and teaching on things, I think it's important that we pursue deliverance, even to see what's in our bloodline, even to see um, what strongholds may be in our family line. And I know this is a sensitive subject, but there was recently something that really disturbed my heart. And it was a young girl. And many of us know we've heard the story is heartbreaking. But a fifth grader lost her life in a fight, in a school fight uh, with another person that just really beat her to death. And I think about why we need deliverance, because sometimes even that that spirit of anger, I believe, was operating in that fifth grader. And so if you're not aware of deliverance and you're not aware of things that may even be affecting your children, um, it can be detrimental. So it can be, um, just really, really a rough situation. So I think we have to understand even with deliverance, some things that run in our, in our bloodline generationally so that we can be delivered from those things. So it's true. It's true. That's one of the things that we, I would say, I would say probably a hundred percent of the time there are certain, there are certain prayers and certain things that we address, but, but by and large, we're going to always address generational sin and generational iniquity with everybody that we perform or everybody that we facilitate, should I say deliverance with. Mm -hmm. And I do want to say too, because Um, A lot of times this is a hard concept for people to grasp when it comes to the church, when it comes to the spiritual realm, but it happens so much naturally. So when you go to the doctor, the first thing that you fill out is what do you have a history of or what runs in your family? And that's normal to people. So if your mom had diabetes, then the the doctor, they want to know because you may be at risk or if this person had that you may be at risk. And so what we have to realize and understand that that also exists in the spiritual realm. And it is biblical that um, demons can transfer. And so I'm saying this to say that there's hope, there's deliverance, you know, you can overcome, even if it's something that runs in your bloodline, you don't have to accept it. You don't have to say, well, okay, well, my dad was an alcoholic. So that means I'm going to be one or my, you know, great grandparents were full of anger. So that means that this is who I am. You can stop that through the power of the blood of Jesus Christ and through deliverance. So I just want to encourage someone that's listening um, not to give up, but to desire deliverance. If you're struggling with something, you may need deliverance in that area and deliverance is available. Amen. So what are some things when you mentioned self-deliver? What are some things that kind of help people to self-deliver? Let's say you go to a deliverance session or you're at church or you get the teaching and you're fully delivered. How do you stay delivered? How do you stay delivered from going back to things that keep you in bondage? 
Well, you you gotta you gotta first of all you gotta be very aware of yourself, and you know, I mean, we know ourselves, right? So we know when we feel ourselves going in a certain area or having a certain propensity sort of certain things. And so by faith, we receive the fact that we're delivered. And so these things start cropping back up. We have to immediately, immediately when we see them cropping up, we have to, we have to cast those things down. We have to go the opposite direction. Um, of course, there's a lot of repenting and a lot of renouncing through and through, uh, throughout deliverance. And so when, when those things come back up or if you find yourself, you know, if you're dealing, let's use that anger thing. If you've been delivered of anger and you find yourself blowing up, it doesn't mean that you weren't delivered. It means that the enemy is still trying you. So what do you do immediately? Immediately when that thing happens, you repent, you, you know, you renounce it and you make sure that you don't give it any room. You got to feel yourself and the way that you don't give it room is once you go through deliverance, you got to feel yourself. Those places that have been voided and empty out now that the enemy used to occupy. Now you got to fill it with the word of God. You got to know the word. You got to know how to tell the enemy that, you know, according to Luke 9 and 1, I've been given power and authority over all devils and to cure diseases. So you don't have power over me, devil. And so you have to begin to know the word of God so that there are not any empty places because the enemy goes out. We know the word talks about the enemy goes out. Once he is, you know, evicted, he goes out and he, he wanders in wilderness places, but he comes back mm-hmm. and he brings seven of his buddies back and he tries to, again, infiltrate that place that he's been evicted from. And if there is nothing there, then he comes back and he occupies that space. And that latter end of that individual is uh, is greater than the former. And so we, we have to be careful of that. We got to make sure that we are um, continuing to be filled with the Holy Spirit, even the more. Now, speaking in our heavenly language, edifying ourselves in the spirit, keeping ourselves encouraged. We got to have accountability. You know, we always tell people, get an accountability partner. Let them know, I've been delivered of such and such. I need you to know this. And so if you see me going back in this way, then I want you to call me on it. And so it's work, Latoya. It is so much work. And lots of times people miss it because they don't do the work that's necessary after the actual deliverance session. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I will say that, you know, as much work, as much work as deliverance is, I think it's so much more work to stay in bondage. Because, because staying in bondage is even worse when you are fed up with living the same way. Um, you're fed up with, you know, just always being the same way. Then you get stuck. And that's what the Bible talks about. Because sin, the way sin works is you feel at some point that you have control over things that you do. Yeah. You know, even sinful things. You feel like, hey, I got this. I want to do this. Yeah. I want to do that. And then it becomes a point where you decide, I don't want to do this anymore. I don't want to curse people out. I don't want to drink and drive. I don't want to do whatever it is that you do. And you feel stuck. You feel in bondage. Um, And even in extreme cases of, of deliverance and addiction, you know, people can lose their whole family, jobs, all of that, and still be stuck. And so I think it's a lot more work to stay in bondage. And if for anything, you should desire deliverance for your children. 
for generations that are to come. Um, you should desire deliverance to them. And I think about even slavery and things in the natural, you know, you want your children to be free. You want, you know, your next generation to be free. You don't want them to have to struggle with the things that you struggle with. And so that's something for me personally that helps me to desire deliverance and stay on a path of deliverance is when you think about this next generation um, that is coming up after us. So really, really, really good. All right, so Pastor Kimberly, <laughs> can you, um, <laughs> I just love you so much. Can you say a prayer for those of us that are listening? Um, I know this may be a heavy word for most people. You can go to church a lot and never hear about deliverance. That's just, you know, how, how we're set up these days. But um, for those of you that are listening and you made it to the end of our podcast, <laughs> shout out to you. Um, and so I just want Pastor Kimberly, if you can pray for us and those that feel that they need to be delivered and they want to pursue deliverance, teaching, accountability, um, some scriptures we talked about was Luke 10, 19. And there is another scripture that talks about binding up the strong man. And so you definitely want to get in a place where you can get some teaching on deliverance. Luke 10, 19 is a great place to start. And lastly, I will say deliverance is a process. So you have some extreme cases of deliverance where, you know, somebody is delivered from alcohol and addiction like that in a moment because God can do that. And then you have sometimes where it's a process and it takes some time to be delivered and to not go back. Um, I want to share a quick story before we close. One of my family members that I love, I won't say who it is because I don't want to put them out there. <laughs> but they used to yeah, right. yeah. So they used to smoke all the time. I mean, like two and a half packs of cigarettes a day. And then one day they had an asthma attack and they had on like a white cotton t-shirt. And so being rushed into the hospital, they had to rip that t-shirt off of their chest. And in that moment, that day, they never touched a cigarette ever again. It was a drastic, dramatic crossover um, because it was something that drastic and that serious where they almost lost their life. For some people, they started smoking two packs of cigarettes a day. Then they went down to one pack a day. Then they went down to two cigarettes a day. And then eventually they stopped. So whether you have a drastic form of deliverance or you're in the process of deliverance. Don't give up. Don't become weary. Don't feel like, like Pastor Kimberly said, like it's not working. It's a process and you have to stay committed to that process and know that we have power and that God is able to deliver us. <clears throat> Amen. So can you close us in prayer, Pastor Kimberly? Absolutely. Absolutely. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, Lord, for this opportunity just to come into your presence, Lord, and got to have this dialogue about something that's important to you. Father, for you, we know, God, that you desire for us to free, be free, and the reason we know that is because you gave your only begotten son. And so, Father, today, as we have uh, had this conversation, we ask God for those who are listening, that something will be ignited on the inside of them, that a desire, that a curiosity. Curiosity, God, that a, that a pursuit will uh, will be uh, initiated in their lives as this conversation has gone forth. Father, we thank you that there is nothing that is too hard for you. And so, God, that no matter what we deal with, no matter how long we've been dealing with it, Father, 
we know that you are able. And so, Lord, we just submit ourselves and those who are listening, God, we pray for them that they will submit themselves, Lord God, to the process of deliverance, Lord God because of a desire to be closer to you and to be used of you, God, and to advance the kingdom. And so we thank you, Lord, that you do all things well. And Father, as a result of this conversation, that those who are listening, that their lives will forever be changed. And we thank you for it. We give you glory and honor in Jesus' name. Amen. It was so awesome to have you with us. Thank you so much. This was really, really good. For those of you that are listening, make sure you follow us on the gram at Prayer Is Breathing. You can also join our Facebook group at Prayer Is Breathing. Pastor Kim, can you tell them where they can find you? Absolutely. Um, I'm on um, Instagram at Live Purpose Coach, L-I-V Purpose Coach. Um, I'm on Facebook under Kimberly Jones. Um, you can find me out on my, my website as well, KimberlyJ.net. Awesome. Awesome. All right. Till next time. Thanks for tuning in. God bless you. I pray that you have an awesome week. Bless you, Toya. Love you so much. Love you too.